Welcome along and everybody to the Red Card Radio News Hour. Uh, my name is James. I support Arsenal. That's Brad. He supports Chelsea. Down below, that's Sean. He supports Tottenham. Uh, we hope this is the one-stop shop that you guys need for all of your news in and surrounding the Premier League and English football and all that stuff. Um, hello, boys. How are we? How are we doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Still fantastic. Sean, you're still fantastic. So. Sounds good. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Let's dig right in. But before we get into it, uh, we would ask if you hit that subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell, all those things on YouTube. If you're on one of the podcast sites, give us a follow. Rate it five stars if you've got that option. Leave a comment down below. Let us know what you guys think and uh, share it with a friend. Uh, all those things really would help us out. We would really appreciate it. Um, what we're doing tonight, we've got um, this is our first news episode, news only episode in a couple weeks. Um, so you can hit the comments, of course, we've got J- Jimmy, uh, Jimmy in the comments, and then we got to talk to this transfer market. So transfer season is in full effect January. Um, so this is the one time where the, the clubs, the teams can, you know, make moves to help cement themselves going into the final part of the season. Uh, and the, if I am to believe our, our little rundown here, there's some trivia that's upcoming at the end. So you'll definitely want to uh, stick close and pause the video and let us know in the YouTube comments uh, what uh, what your guess is for the trivia before you before you let, before you hear the answer. Um, but let's let's kick it off with the comments. So Jimmy, just quick, uh, and it's really just a trivia update because Jimmy got my trivia question right, which was I was asking which team outside the Big Six had only lost once but beaten three drawn two, lost one against the big six teams and uh, he got that right it was brentford so you know big ups jimmy you're crushing it um but he got sean's question wrong sean's question was a doozy but he did get the trip up yeah he did get the trip up the one i thought everyone would answer yeah which was almost correct almost yeah. correct. so very close to bar if you're if you're curious to know what this what, what sean's question was hit check last week's uh i think it was the preview episode Maybe it was the, the review. I'm not really sure which one it was, but check. Just watch both of them. Just watch both. Watch both. And and watch the preview, then the review, because I think it's on the review. Yeah, <laughs> do it in that order. I mean, watch the review, then the preview. <laughs> All right. Um, transfer market's open. Um, just general question for you guys. How do you all feel about the January transfer window? Are you? Is it net positive or net negative, do you think? I think it's can be very interesting. Do you like it? Do you like it or you do you dislike it, Brad? <laughs> can be very interesting. That was not that was not the question. But he, like, I mean, I do like it because I it 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 lets a team that's like a piece away have a shot at getting a piece for the for the back half of the uh, of the league. Okay, shakes things up a little so, bit. Right? So you like it, Sean? How do you feel about it? Ask Joel how he feels about the January market. Um, ask ask Tottenham fan how they feel about the January market. We brought in Kulisevsky and Bentaker last year and saved our season. Might have saved like the fort. Like they have been huge signings for you guys. So yeah, yeah I think I uh, I think. But yeah, ask Joel about it. I, <laughs> Definitely saved their season. I think yeah, true. I think I yeah. I think I generally like the idea of the, the transfer window. Um, gives teams uh, a little bit of opportunity to to change things up if things aren't going right. 
or to strengthen when they need to strengthen. I will say that it does tend to lend itself, I think, to to transfers that are a little bit less logically sound, maybe. Like, things tend to be a little funky in January. Uh, But I think I like it. That's a really good segue into Veghorst. (laughs) Because... Panic bot. Because what in the world in his time at Burnley made United decide that's a guy that can help us be in this top four? four? So what I'll say about Veghorst, um, so what you don't, just to catch everybody up, Manchester United, it seems like um, will sign Veghorst from Burnley. And now... Basically, they're basically paying Besiktas the money that they would have to break the loan to do the yeah, transfer is essentially what Vegas is currently on loan from Burnley to Besiktas. Um, so, and, and, and I looked, he has eight goals so far this season and 16 appearances. So like he's good for a goal every two games, um, which is not fantastic in Turkey, in Turkey. But okay. But I will say this. He, he came into Burnley last year and I thought he played very well in a very, very bad Burnley team. Um, so he was one of the few shining lights in that Burnley team last year. Um, so you put him around, put him in a team that is better equipped. Now, I I don't know if Manchester United specifically are equipped to utilize his skill set. The wingers at Manchester United, um, I don't necessarily think are passing wingers per se. Um, so that's going to be a little interesting to see how they handle that. Um, Vagris is pretty good in the air. Um, he's going to be a kind of a target man for them. A very different profile from what Rashford is or what Martial are, what Martial is. Um, but I, I guess the talk is that they need one and it's cheap. It's going to be really inexpensive for them for six months. It's like they're paying Besiktas like 3 million or something like that. And then, yeah, that that's the yeah. benefit. It is a, it's a cheap option to see what he does and maybe you sign him long term. And I mean, to be fair, like, oh. like it is kind of a clown fiesta right now to see who really wants that that fourth spot. Like if we're looking at Spurs, like Spurs are wildly erratic. Um, United have been very good, but they started off exceptionally slow. Chelsea are miles off the pace. Liverpool are off the pace. And you kind of look at Liverpool and it seems like anyone could be that Liverpool could either beat you by a million, any game, or you could, you could, you could beat them. Like, so who knows what you get when you play Liverpool? Um, and and new- there's seven off the pace. Yes, there's seven off the pace. But I, I I guess what I'm saying is that like they're also erratic. Twenty games. They're left. also erratic. Um, and then Newcastle are up there just just living their best life. I was gonna Biden. say, and, and Joel will probably Joel Joel will probably take offense to this, but I would say that Newcastle, Tottenham, and Manchester United are taking full advantage of Chelsea and Liverpool having poor seasons. Because those two spots behind City would normally be Liverpool, Chelsea. Probably. Any, yeah. any with, Probably. with the way Arsenal's playing, you know, I'm just throwing Arsenal in because of the way they keep playing this year. I, I, despite my doubts, that there has been nothing, nothing to show that they're going to slow down anytime soon. Despite me every week thinking they can't keep getting away with this, they just keep doing it. <laughs> but that would normally read Arsenal, City, Liverpool, Chelsea. And then, whoever else. <laughs> I think and Joel probably. Dis- I think the I think the thought that. process is it would read City, Liverpool, Chelsea, just 
ignore that there's somebody above yes. <laughs> above City right now. Like, cause that's that's abnormal. Like, I'm not just saying that because I'm the Chelsea fan. I think all three of us would agree that like fully healthy, fully functioning. Those are probably no. the three top clubs. No, no you're just bad. The three top clubs. No, no, no. I, I, no. I still contend. You're just bad. I still contend that that Arsenal's team is better than Chelsea's this year. And I, I, I said that at the beginning of the season. You can check the sheets of integrity. I've said that Chelsea have every summer. Chelsea failed to address their biggest issue, which is goal scoring. Their midfield is keeps getting older, and we try. Hold on, we try to address that issue. Well, we'll get to Chelsea. We spent like three hundred million pounds on that position. We'll get to Chelsea in just a moment. But like, I have, I, I said at the beginning, I said, I said at the beginning, I didn't trust Chelsea, and I still don't trust Chelsea. Um, I, I did say I thought they would be better in the second half of the season, which I still think can be true. But I don't think coming into this year that Chelsea were the third best team in England. Sean Stradamus just miscalled a Chelsea meltdown year by one. Yeah, true, true. That's it. That's it. True. I knew it was coming. I just called it last Kinda year. Kind of feel it in the air, smell yeah. it. Yeah. Last year was the easy year for, for you to call a meltdown. It felt like a meltdown. Um, all right, so speaking of Chelsea, Brad, why don't you uh, yes. uh, regale us of what Chelsea has been up to? What has old Todd Bowley and Graham Potter, what have they been up to? So, so we have three official signings and a fourth one. That should be confirmed tomorrow. Okay. Uh, three signings, one loan, I should say. Right, so, so break um, it down. So we've signed a striker, uh, David Fofana from uh, Mould, which was where um, the alien, Holland, first started his rise before Salzburg, before Dortmund. Oh, confirmed. So hopefully. Confirmed. So you didn't, huh? you didn't sign the Leicester Fofana? No, they... We signed him too, but that was in the... That was in, that was in you the, got two Fofanas? Yeah, two for yeah. We need a third for we need we need a third for fun in the midfield. They're going for number three now. I will. What I I want I want to be the full fun. What I well I would I'm here for what it. I would say about this uh, Fofana cat that you guys signed from Mould is that you're skipping the the Salzburg Dortmund steps. So you're the, the development steps. Yeah. So uh, yes. I think you're uh, you're missing a couple I key steps in getting a new Holland. Going to two I think, probably I think the he's most going out on loan. academies in the. <laughs> like, I think he's going out on loan. I think we're going to take a look at him and then send him out on loan. I you, think that's what Grandpa wants to do. You should loan him to Salzburg. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm here for that. Uh, but I don't know if they like us very much because uh, we kind of stole their um, sporting director, Vivel. All right. What um, else? Then we, we picked up uh, Santos, Andreas Santos, uh, supposedly a wonder kid from Brazil. We beat Newcastle and City to him. Right. Again, another player that's probably going to be loaned out, but he's a center midfielder. Uh, and we also signed a central left-footed defender, uh, Benoit Badishio. If I met, if I said that right, please give me props because I probably butcher. I know I got the last half right. I don't know if I did the first. I half. think you got Badishio correct. I think that's how you say his last name. Yes. Um. Yes. But uh, the reason why I specifically didn't read the rundown here and and speak it myself is because I wanted to. I, I wanted to see if you, you could, wanted to see. I wanted to see if you could do it. Bro, I tried so hard, and I meant to write Benoit there, so I would just say his first name and be like easy nah. um so and he's a central left-footed defender from monaco is i think he should be isn't that where in rotation this isn't year. that where tiago plays or does he play on the right tiago plays in the center if he's, if he's left-footed he would play on the left i don't know if tiago's left-footed or not. either way look tiago's 38 we have to find oh yeah something there and 
I mean, I think Levi comes back in. I think our backline of Batashio, uh, Levi, and Fafana is dope if we're doing three at the back. Time out. How do you feel? Please give me a breakdown on Batashio. All right. Regardless of why you think that's going to be no. your center back of the <laughs> no, future. No, no, we're not. We're not getting into that because Brad is an expert on Ukrainian football and he's an expert yes. on French football. In Monaco. French football. Yes. Um, League okay. One. Please tell me what you watch League One. I. I I don't know. I don't know what channel it's on, but you know, maybe Sean can tell me. Pretty sure it's on BN Sports. It's, it's on BN. Um, but yeah. but um, Brad, how do you feel about Cucurella? Because he's been getting cooked in the last couple of weeks. Cucurellas are wing back. Yeah. Okay. And, not a left back. Uh, okay, but he's been getting cooked. 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 Uh, he's the reason why that. Well, he's the secondary reason why uh, City, uh, the in the league, City beat Chelsea. First reason was Kepa. Kepa should have got to that ball. Kepa should have got to that if, ball. If, oh if my you think god! About, if you think about it, he's the, if you think about it, he's the reason you drew to Tottenham too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Two points, sir. Two points, which we lost. Um, the only reason I ask <laughs> um, about it is like, so you guys signed. So it's, it's funny you say that he's the 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 Cucurella might be the second reason why you guys lost the city, um, because. Was this 3D chess by by Pep being like, oh, I'm looking at Cucurella. I'd like to sign Cucurella and got Chelsea in there to uh to buy him. I was like, oh no, we should buy him. I you, you know what? Like I was this I don't know how to categorize this summer's transfer window. Um A injury calamity. But B chaos Cal- is like the best way to describe it. Chaos but like would assume I think chaos is too high praise. I think calamity is the way to look at it because you guys signed a center back who is perpetually injured. He's been injured for the last three years. You paid 80 million for him. And wait, look, spoiler alert. He's in, and he's a, injured. Uh, you, you signed and a 30 year old center back. You signed Cucurella who is, I think he's been up and down. I think, I think he's been up and down. Yeah. He's been decent, but he's not been great. You signed the 30 year old in Koulibaly. Um, and then to address your goal scoring thing is you signed Sterling from city, yeah. Who was never the guy at City, but was just like a player in the still system. Still banged in twenty, still banged in twenty goals a season. So like I can understand why. He did for City, is what Brad's yes. saying. That he's saying he did for City, and yes, and then you banged in twenty goals a season for for City, and then you signed Obama Yang. Yeah. <laughs> and then fired the guy that wanted Oba. What is going on here? You forgot that part. You forgot the part where we fired the guy that wanted Oba. You know. You know how I know that Brad is just hurting for <laughs> goals? Is that whenever he brings up a player's goals, he includes every competition they've <laughs> ever played in. Like, whenever I talk goals, I'm like... Premier League yeah, Kane's good for Yeah, Kane's good for 18 to 20. When he's talking about Sterling, he's like, man, they banged on five in the, in the League Cup, boy. They're good. Oh, that's hold on. I'm gonna check his stats out too while we so, still talk Sterling. because we have a fourth player here to talk about. Yeah, Brad. Brad, who is the fourth player that you guys signed? The fourth player that is coming on loan um, because of goals per game average is is goal. He's fourth in the Liga for goals per game average. <laughs> How many games has he missed? He's 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 played in 14, started seven. Uh, Jao Felix will be will be coming to Chelsea. Probably by the time you guys are hearing this, there will be some sort of announcement. Um, from everything 
that we've seen in the Twitterverse. He is already in London doing medicals. Contracts have been signed. Uh, we are just waiting for the official announcements. So, I am I'm going to go on the record. Sean Stradamus will have spoken that by the time the transfer window will have closed, Jao Felix will be injured. <laughs> that sounds about right for Chelsea players right now because, like, the, I think the only... He's the, 150 pounds, Brad. He's 5'11", 150 pounds. He is a string bean. And he plays center forward. Yeah, he's going to get bullied by Premier League um, defenders. But at the same, at say, the same I, time, I think, like, I think you are... I think, Sean, you are vastly underestimating his skill set. I think he's a very good player who will be able to produce goals and create goals and be in good positions. He's probably the smartest um, player in this Chelsea center line, which I don't think is saying a lot, but like, I think he will, I think if he puts himself into good positions, he'll be able to score goals. Um, What I would, <laughs> what I would say about this is you guys played 9.7 million pounds um, to loan fee. Lo- that's loan fee and wages. So like it covers everything. You guys are all in for 10 million pounds for six months, which is an astronomical amount of money for six months. Um, hold on, hold on. It's, Keep going. it's a lot of money um, for a player. And apparently, this is, this is the comments that I've heard, is that he picked Chelsea because of the project. He thought the Chelsea project was better than Arsenal, than United. But he's also signed a contract extension with Atletico, to, that takes for, it to takes it to 2027. So he just signed a contract extension and then went on a six month loan because the project was better at Chelsea. I think the project that he chose was he didn't want to play for Arteta or Ten Hag because they would have demanded more for him, demanded more of him in training, in games. I think he went to I think he went I think he went to the manager he thought would be easier and Graham Potter. I don't know. That could be true. I think. I think in terms of game minutes that are guaranteed, certainly that's the thing. He chose. He chose the correct place. Whether or not manager influence had anything to do with it, or perceived work rate had anything to do with it, I don't know. But do you guys remember Mister Odian Ighalo, who played for Manchester United for a uh, six-month time period? Who is this? Uh, do you want to know how much? Yes. Odian Ighalo from he went from Shanghai Shenhua to Manchester United. Yes. Um, what two years ago yes, yeah two years ago uh for the grand sum of 10.5 million pounds as a loan fee it's insane to me um and he now will actually be playing against uh cristiano because he plays for all halal <laughs> he's in saudi arabia <laughs> okay which i think is their big rival he's um, just chasing, chasing that bag boy get, yeah he wanted that money get your money we played in China before that, so you know he was trying to get his money. Get your money. Yeah, um, money um, I'm cautiously optimistic that Felix can bang us some goals, because let's be real. We need some goals. That's true. He's a fraud. Sean, are, fraud. are Spurs going to sign anyone, Sean? Uh, we appear to be fairly close to Pedro Poro, uh, Portugal. Okay. Uh, actually, I believe he's Spanish. He's from City. He was sold to Sporting six months ago. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I think I think that's we, an expensive deal, though, we, isn't it? Yeah, I think it was in the forties. Forty-five um, is his release clause. Yeah, so it, 40, it was like forty-five a, is his release. Twenty, yeah. twenty. I think it was like a fifteen to twenty mil they paid City for him. 
we're gonna have the end of his contract we're gonna have to trigger that if we want him um that's a right back you guys know my stance on Hakimi. not gonna happen uh i would like to see another center back come in and if if the funds allow a a right wing would be helpful if for well richarlison doesn't have towards the end of everton he got hurt fair amount his last year there uh and then so far here he's been hurt a little bit i would like to see somebody else that can play on the right um although gill's been playing pretty well so maybe we won't need that but those are the those are the main three i would like to see and then um are you, are yeah, you, that's, are, that's the main three are you forgetting for your best player in the premier league plays on the right Olszewski? yeah i said i said a backup right man I mean, a backup right forward. I thought you said a right winger is what you were looking for. Then you said Richarlison, yeah. and then yeah, and then for, you moved forward. So I was really confused. For for depth, because if if Richarlison's not going to be there, um, so if Richarlison's not going to be there, then we need somebody to spell Kulisevsky, or if he gets injured again, why is is um, Richarlison hurt? Yeah, he he was he was for a while, and then I think he got re-injured, but. Yeah. Came back from the cup. Right? So he got injured before the World Cup, rushed back to the World yeah. Cup, played injured at the World Cup, and then got, came back to Spurs yeah. and was like, I'm not really fully fit. I wasn't really fully fit to play yeah. for it, but it was the World Cup. And everyone was like, yeah, we know. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Pretty much. All right. Um, and then Bentaker, well, we got depth at center defensive mid, but Bentaker got hurt at the World Cup. Too, yeah, yeah. So, um, All right. Um, we, but we don't, we don't need depth there. We just, we need, this is an order of importance. Right wing back. Center back, backup right wing. Do you think they get them all done, or just? I think they probably get two, and they're probably two expensive ones, and I'll I'll live with that. If they if they come back from the end of January with Vardedal and Pedro Poro, I'm good with that. Okay. Um, I got a question though. I got a question okay, real quick. Okay. Yeah. What if Spurs do nothing? Does Conte uh, stay? No, absolutely not. I mean, Conte's not leaving because then he he's forfeiting the rest of his money. He it, contract, his contract is up. Yeah, in in June. Correct. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. He's not, I'm sorry. He's Conte exactly. leaving at the end of the season. Yeah, he's gone. I'm sorry. Yes. If he's not back, he's not he's not going. He's not rolling in the summer. Rolling the dice. They'll try, they'll back him in the summer. Yeah. No, he's not here. So, all right. Um, Arsenal. The rumblings are only Mudrick at this point, like whether or not we'll sign Mudrick or not. Um, I mean, I would like them to, uh, but Do whether you, or not he's worth 80 million is that's a, luxury more than that. that's a luxury spin for a first place team. And like, do you really need it? Well, we kind of do, do, do you need an 80 million dollar player? We kind that's that's the question. We kind of do need cover at at, at across the front line. We're thin in attack right now. Um, it's 80 million. It's like 85 million pounds, Brad, a hundred million euros. Oh, okay. Yep, um, yep, 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 yep. So like, make sure we're talking the right number. Yeah, the right, the right you. currency. Um, yes. Like I, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with that deal around 55, 60. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if it gets done. I don't think it gets done either. Um, at that point, I, I think shocked are like, no, so I don't know. We we're Arsenal fans are going to be feeling really bad if we don't sign anyone in January. And like, so like there was a precedent set last year where Arsenal aren't going to sign somebody 
just to sign somebody unless they fit the the project, unless they are good for the project, they're not going to sign them. And so clearly he's good for the project. Clearly he's been identified by Arteta. Adu is clearly trying hard, but whether or not they actually get it done, I don't know. So that's about all we've been linked to. Um, we could probably use a little bit more center back depth or not center back, um, central midfield depth, but that seems like it's going to be addressed in the summer. So, I mean, you guys don't think, you don't think Lester takes like 15 mil for you to take Tielman's? Um, I don't know if instead of letting him go for free. I don't know. I mean, Brendan Rogers has come out publicly and said players who are out of contract in six months and don't sign a new contract should be sold in January. So if that's what their manager is saying, then I think I think that Arsenal should throw a cheeky 10 million bid at it and say, he's out of contract. We'll give you 10 mil for him right now. Um, yeah. I, clearly, Tielemans can do a job, but he would certainly he'd be back up to Xhaka. He wouldn't start for us. So. You should just, for Modrak, you should just throw in Tyranny and call it a day. Uh, I love 30, no. 30, 30 and Tyranny. No, I love Tyranny. Tyranny is... It, 30 and tyranny tyranny's irreplaceable <laughs> yeah how about 30 no he's not he's re, he's repl- he clearly is not irreplaceable because you have to replace him every third week because he's injured oh. he hasn't even been started with zinchenko there i want tyranny back up left back i want tyranny on my team for forever i need to buy yeah he'll be on the ir for forever i need yeah, to buy he'll be right i need to buy i bench. need to buy a tyranny jersey before it's too late um all right yeah that's about it um it's a trivia. Trivia. You guys say you have trivia for who wants to go first, Brad or Sean? I've got quick trivia, okay. so so Brad, go first. All right, I, I I changed mine here. I changed mine. Okay. I'm sorry, I did, but it's still good. Not that we knew what the first one was, anyway. So <laughs> I know, but this one right. we're doing it a little bit differently. We haven't done this version yet. Okay. All right. Over the past ten years, Chelsea has had eight managers. How many can you guys name? In ten, the last ten years. Since 2012, 2013, we have had eight managers. That's uh, that's like what one every year and a half, maybe. You said eight total. Yeah, I'm at four right now, definitively. I think I've got six. Okay. All right. Can you do seven? I cannot do seven. Uh, Potter, Tuchel, Sari, Conte, Mourinho, and, and Ancelotti. No, no Ancelotti. You're, you're right. Ancelotti was was uh ten before eleven. That, was ten uh, eleven? Yeah. Right you missed. Right you missed Sean Frank Lampard. You missed the easy oh, one. Oh, I missed Lampard. Fat Frank. You missed Fat, fat Frank. Frank. I thought you had oh. six. I thought you guys would have six. I didn't know if you'd have seven and eight. All right. So who? Uh, who are we missing? Numbers Goose Hiddick. Oh, Goose Hiddick. I forgot about Goose Hiddick. And uh, Rafael Benitez. Ah, Benitez. Uh, the year before that was uh, Roberto Di Matteo, who so, won the Champions so League. So I was going to say Di Matteo. And then Ancelotti. I was going to say Di Matteo, but I wasn't sure how long ago that was. So my my four were yep. Graham Potter, Thomas Tuchel, Frank Lampard, Jose Mourinho. Those are my four that I had. You Conte? Come on, come on, Conte. I know. I, my mind went blank on the Italians. Because you guys had two. All so, right. So, 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 my, I, that was a good one. It's decent. My trivia is a little bit more streamlined for you. Yeah. All right. There are four active players in the top 20 all-time in assists. 
So my questions one and two will be, number one, who is the highest active player? And number two, can you name the other three? I will go. My hint is you will never, ever get the fourth one. Because <laughs> I would have never in a million years guessed one of these players. So again, for the audience at home and to stall for these guys, I will say the questions again. In the top 20 all-time assists uh, leaderboard, there are four active players. So the questions are, number one, who is the highest ranking active player in assists? And number two, who are the other three players? I think I have the highest, and I think I have two of the other okay. active. I have two of the four. No, I only have two of the okay. four. All right, James. All right, so the, who is the, the highest? highest? Is Kevin DeBoer? Yes, absolutely. Ding, ding, ding. All right, ding, ding, ding. I ding, think ding. he is actually uh, for reference. Just while we're here, he is number five all time in the Premier League. He is. Uh, I'm on the Premier League website, so this should be updated to date. He is seven off of Frank Lampard. Okay, my next person, I think, next behind him is Andy Robertson, right? Wrong. Oh, but he is not in the top twenty, which goes down to sixty-two. Okay. By the well, way, so I, so Kevin De Bruyne was at ninety-five, Lampard's at one hundred two. The twentieth place position is sixty-two. Oh, I had Ant Anthony Robinson. I had Andy. Andrew. Yeah, he's not on the list. Uh, Probably Trent. I, I had there. Trent also. Ne yeah. Neither one. Okay, I had both there. Andy Robinson and Trent uh, on there. Um, so. Um, I have one that I think you think we uh, Harry Kane. No, no, I would have figured he'd be on here too. Wow. But no. All right, good. Fun fun for me. So the one I thought you would get, and you you guys both danced around. James it. Milner. Well, James danced around. James it. Milner. James Milner. James uh. Milner is the second highest ranking. He has 87 assists. Uh my boy, Christian Erickson, 14. He has 72. Mm. Then the one you guys were never, ever, ever gonna get. <laughs> Is at Ashley Young. Because <laughs> one, he's still playing? Question mark. And number two, wow, does he have that many assists? Brad, what team is he what is, team is Ashley Young playing for? Brad, he is on Aston Villa. Yeah, the villains. I knew that. I was. You didn't have to say it. I knew it was the all villains. All right, good. All right, that was a good question. That, yes. was, that was a good question, Sean. Thank I like that. All right, that was a really good question, Sean. Um, I hope Jimmy, when you listen to this, I hope that you did better than we did. I'm sure you would have gotten James Milner. You know, because I, yeah, he's gonna hold I was sure. I was thinking players who have been around a lot, who have been in the league yeah. for a while. That's why I thought you guys would pull Milner. Yeah, I I I yeah, thought about him because of, he played for City forever, then now Liverpool forever. Now he's got he's about to collect a military pension for twenty years of service. <laughs> I think he's played for that. Anyway, um, we're we're yeah, just about we're done here. Um, thanks for tuning All in. Right. Uh, if you could do all those things that we talked about again, hit the subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell, give us a follow if you're on the podcast, uh, five star, all that stuff really helps us out. Um, hit us up on Twitter. That's at KSBradG. Down below, it's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I am at James Tiffany. Check back in tomorrow because we've got a preview of Premier League football coming at you. Uh, it's match week 19. Um, so get ready for that. But until then, have a good one.